Hey, my creators, what's going on? What's shaking? You already know it's your neighborhood, Ruger Spare, Remo Marac. We're here for another edition of Cuts, episode 78. You know what the Cuts stand for. Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. Now, my creators, I ain't gonna love you. I'm back in Texas again. I am back in Texas. We have this lovely, vivacious, talented woman here. My name is Victoria. She is in the building. What is good, Victoria? Thank you. Uh, a lot is good. There's a lot going on right now. Hi, <laughs> right, that's what's up. I, I hear the accent too, man. Definitely drinks in <laughs> Texas, girl. Whoa. <laughs> Go down. <laughs> yes, nah, but definitely off the rip, man. You definitely, from what I was told, shout out to, to Bria JJ Publications, you know what I'm saying? Um, let me know of, of your greatness thus far and, yo, with this great single rolling stone uh you know just going off the rip with it like it definitely put me in that that mood like i'm like oh this is the r&b we needed like you know or just or just a long just like a a a standardized yet pop song in a sense if you want to say right you know um because it's missing like you know because a lot of pop songs today you know i'm saying thereof it has so many mixed genres all in one Instead of like how it used to be, you know what I'm saying. But I'm glad you mm-hmm. you're, you're having that that style and that tone. I wanted you to definitely talk to my creators about that. Like, take us into the process with this track. Yeah, I actually wrote this track sitting at my kitchen counter, oh, <laughs> which wow. is so random. Um, and it was one of those songs where I like called up my engineer and I was like, I gotta come to the studio right now. Um, I wrote it pretty quickly, and I just was when I was writing it, I was in this place where. It is kind of like what was missing. I'm like, I want to hear more music like this for myself to listen to. Well, aren't men usually Rolling Stones? I'm like, well, hey, we're in city girl culture. And there's no, you know, for me, I'm very inspired by that old school. But I'm like, at the same time, though, with that city girl culture, there's like that crate, like we crave, you know, a lot of women crave something deeper, but we just, you know, we just rolling with the society right now and the culture. But I wanted to bring that back. And also be able to write something that multiple demographics of music and genres could appreciate, even though to me, I'm going to say true to soul and R&B, but I knew a country fan could listen to that and be like, yo, this is dope, or a pop fan. So I wanted to bring that together, too, or a pop fan. So I wanted to bring that together, too. Yeah, definitely. And let's definitely get, um, as far as the music video, I definitely love the production of the music video. Like, I feel you definitely, you and the director were definitely in sync of what you wanted to display with the visual take us into like what inspired you uh for that type of uh visual there was a really nostalgic feeling behind the song kind of like you said with just that old school r&b feel um but i'm also very heavily influenced by like the motown era and um you know my dad is sicilian so kind of that like mobster type like you know he's from chicago like that mobster feel too current vibe but also a little bit of throwback in there <laughs> all right yeah no that's what's up no definitely and and for me you know you definitely got a new fan i mean i'm i'm definitely knowing about you now you know i wish i would have known you earlier in 2021 i oh my god you know what i'm saying because definitely for me it was always for me it was always missing of that you know what i'm saying and also too for some or for many thereof you know not uh getting that sense of you know, the standardized R&B because, you know, the average R&B singer now, and I understand it on a business standpoint, you know what I'm saying? You want to stay afloat 
in the culture and as well as within the charts and everything. So, you know, you're going to have to either sound almost like a trap R&B singer or you're going to have to sound like a melodic slash grunge R&B singer, which is kind of weird. But in the same token, um, you know, there are a pocket of fans that really, you know, miss that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can't you can't really bring wine to trap R&B music. You know what I'm saying? You can't really, like, you know, can't really wind down and just, oh, yeah, let me, uh, you know, wind down to this. And then you hear, like, mad trap beats and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, but that's pretty dope. Like, take us into, if you want, like, your trials and tribulations with 2021. You know, it was definitely a comeback year for a lot of creatives. And I can pretty much assure, feel or, or from you, in a sense, or from many artists, you know, it was definitely a, like, oh, my God, we're back. We could be back on tour and everything. Like, take my creatives into that. Yeah. Um, I had actually taken about a three-year hiatus in a tour bus. I was tour bus with him and Brother City and T-Rail and some other artists. And they were listening to some of my old stuff, which to me, I'm like, this is old. To them, it was new. And they're like, why aren't you doing music anymore? Like, you know, what's going on? And uh, City actually started to really push me. And so 2021, I'm like, that's it. I'm coming out with a bang. Like, let me just fill up my catalog. So I've done probably about 100 songs, if not more, in 2021. Yeah. And I just commit to the studio. I'm like, let me just commit to crafting myself as an artist this year because um, for a lot of artists, they got, kind of got set back if they were already influencers. But for people coming up, it's like, yo, this is a perfect time to play catch up with the pandemic because we right. can actually be in a studio creating with other people. And uh, as the country open up, opens up, we can have that time to build our fan base. So that's, that's what I've been doing. Right. And also, too, let's really um, touch on the fact of you being a producer. Like, what, what is it like not only being in front of the mic, and also in front of the cameras, but yeah. now you're in the booth, you're behind the booth, you're on the the the, the um dashboards and everything like that, the mm-hmm. you know soundboards and everything. Like, take my creatives into that as as a musical artist. Um, so for me, I'm I'm just a true musician. I started classical piano training when I was six, and I started actually composing before I started songwriting, like piano music, on sheet music, and everything. Um, so for me, my writing process really started with instruments, um, when I was really young and then being able to take that into, you know, producer with the drum pads and, um, all the different elements with the different systems. So, um, when I get behind it, I want to be like fully embraced into that creative process entirely from the vocal production to the instrument production to the actual songwriting. I have, I'm very like a much a perfectionist and I need to be a part of every single piece of that. I will sit with an engineer who's mixing for 10 hours if I have to, just to tell him how I feel it should sound here, here, here. Um, and I think as an artist, that's just because I want to be, you know, in some ways in control as well as collaborative with my work. Um, I have a standard that I'm going to set for myself and I want that standard to show with, with what I put out. So I got to be a part oh, of it. Oh man, my creators, do you, do you hear that? Do you hear that, my creators? I mean, it's, it's just definitely of what we've been talking about for pretty much the, the four seasons of this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Especially um reminiscent of season two when everybody was pivoting and they were talking about their experience and their greatness with their pivoting you know what i'm saying as far as how much they really got they dove into their brand or dove into their craft or thereof and, and you know definitely appreciate you just uh, elaborating on that um what's 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 next for 2022 is it is it is it to continue 
off of what you did in 2021 and just go off with an instant bang? Like what, what's going on here? Well, I've been working on a lot of music. Um, so it's really just, you know, finding and fine tuning my sound, um, which I've been working on all year. Um, I actually open up for Summer Walkers event tomorrow in Dallas. Uh, oh, wow. Shout out to Lightning Entertainment. So that's a big, uh, big performance for me. Um, I really just like on stage and I want to, you know, continue to put out just really good music. That's right. 2022 is that right there. All right, all right, my careers. We're gonna we're gonna hold off there because we definitely gonna play you guys Rolling Stone on this break. You know what it is on cuts. We always play great quality music on here. You know what I'm saying? So definitely it's going on this break, music break, and when we come back. Victoria is gonna play the game either or. You know what it is, my creatives. Yeah, get ready for it. Cuts podcast. You know what the cuts stand for? Culture, urban technology, and sports. We'll be back, my creators. Wow. Come on, man.
Wow, my creators, we are back. Yo, Rolling Stone, I'm telling you, you need to get it on all streaming platforms. Oh, man, lovely music, lovely music, lovely music. But nothing to nicey nice, Victoria. You, 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 you've been nice with you for a minute. Now it's time to play either or. My creators, you know what either or is. Situational game, no political answers. It has to be one answer or the other. Are you ready, Victoria? Let's go. Let's do All it. Right. Ah, she sounds confident, my creators. All right, situation number one. I ain't gonna lie to you, Victoria. You are rising in the charts. You are rising. You know, definitely you got high engagement thus far. It's rising engagement, but we, we all know it's all about being that megastar. So if you had to choose for an individual to, to help you rise, which one would you choose? Individual A, Low engagement, right? But great attitude. Great. I'm talking like great. I'm talking like is willing to go above and beyond to even help you with your engagement, right? Or option B. Option B would be high engagement, right? But he has shitty attitude. Horrible attitude. Horrible. Like... The person has horrible attitude, horrible, like they e- egotistical, they are horrible, 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 but their engagement is stratosphere off the roof. Who are you going with and why? Low engagement, positive attitude, that's energy. I don't care how big they are. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Look, all right, let's go to let's go to the next one. All right. So next situation. You are tied down to a chair, young lady. You are tied down to a chair. There are 10 steaming, highly pissed off rhinos running at you, coming at you full steam ahead. Now, you only you have two options to get out. Option A, you stay with your standard yet soulful and passionate R&B style. Or option B, you go with the trendy R&B style that 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 gets you ahead in the industry. What style are you sticking with and why? I'm actually gonna go with B. Um, the reason for that is my voice is always gonna sound soulful no matter what I sing. But on top of that, music is consumed quickly. People are like, they're listening, they're on to the next. So I can always, you know, grow my fan base, what's trendy, and then take them a little deeper into who I am at some point. All right, all right, all right, all right. Last situation. Now, we know you have a lengthy career in this industry. You've been doing this craft for a very long time, you know, since even your young years in school, you know, even and, and, and uh, courageously, you know, when you and your other classmates collected money to raise money up, you know, for, for your musical craft. So definitely, you know, I, I can definitely hear the stories about that. But professionally is what we're aiming at. Yeah. What years, what year would you pick and why? And I'm going to pick random years now. Either year two or year, let's see, year, let's say year 10, if you had to say. Which one are you picking and why? Year 10. Okay. 
what, what about year 10? What's, what's, what's so significant about year 10? Let's get into it. Year 10, I was, I mean, because I have been doing this since I was little. So by year 10, I was finally getting comfortable with the studio, with actually, uh, you know, forming my sound and really forming songs, putting them together at a more professional level. So year 10 is uh, crucial to my development. Oh, wow. My career. Oh, my crazy. You hear that? You hear that by year 10. By year 10, it, you know, 10 years in is where the, the mastering of her craft, you know, definitely, you know, came to fruition. And also it definitely propelled her to where she's at now. You know, it, it definitely goes to show, you know, practice is key and even understanding your craft is even more key. So, you know, it doesn't matter whatever years it doesn't matter the second year of what you do it doesn't matter 10 years maybe hell 15 years you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's all about it hell no seriously it's all about you know mastering yeah. of what you do so definitely you know definitely glad you elaborated that all right we're close we're about to close out with the interview now what are your top three motivational quotes or advice for my creative not sure if they're quotes but they can be my quotes um so number one be flexible um, if you're flexible, rather than breaking, you're going to bend. And in this industry, you can't break. You got to be able to bend and you got to be you know, able to, to move, move around. Um, number two, be resilient. You're going to hear a lot of no's, a lot of rejection, no matter what you're doing. Um, like if you just give up on yourself, you know, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're not going to get to where you want to go. And then number three, uh, you can have all the talent in the world, but hustle really outweighs that. As soon as you commit to really hustling at a level you've never hustled before, you'll start to see results. Nonetheless, Victoria, we definitely, definitely, definitely should know about you. You definitely are, are in, in here. You're on the charts. You're ranking. You know, you're definitely making a mark. You're definitely keeping the standard alive with R&B, you know, and here on Cuts, all we can do is give you your kudos and your endeavors of what you're doing but nonetheless let everybody know and let my creators know where to follow you at yeah instagram and twitter at victoria music and tiktok i'm trying to get get with the wave at victoria music underscore all right my creators and nonetheless you know what it is with your neighborhood ruger sprayer here follow me at instagram at remo Marac underscore as well as twitter at remo Marac follow the, the website of the podcast cut podcast at cutpodcast.com oh my god oh. cutpodcast.com <laughs> as well as if you want to send comments if you want to send anything you know you want to us let us know about how, how we did or how this episode was go to cutspodcast one at gmail.com and nonetheless my creatives this is another edition of cuts episode 78 culture urban technology and sports you know that you know what it is you know the hashtag ptc ah you know what happens after that is pound that chest whoa come on man we are out of here Peace. Thank you.